the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. And as I was watching Vladimir Putin, Rutin Tun Putin, I mean, that's an old KGB scoundrel. I love it. Against our own American corrupt, diaper-wearing, dimwit Joe Biden and the morons, the Marxist mafia, you have to almost laugh at how much he's outflanked them. So let me get this straight. You're just going to recognize breakaway regions that are unhappy with the corrupt, oligarch-run Ukraine, not to mention the neo-Nazi faction of their military, who just were disgusted with it. And then they said, okay, well, we prefer Russia. And now that's going to be part of Russia, and you didn't invade or do anything. How many Americans knew there was even an eight-year conflict? Did you know that? Eight years, those regions have been complaining against the corrupt oligarch government that would uh, create such a, a corrupt deal with the Biden crime family as to put the crack-smoking sun on a natural gas board. Yes, it turns out not all the Ukrainians are in for the corruption of the government. It kind of reminds me of Illinois. Can you imagine if, like, Iowa or Missouri, Wisconsin or Indiana said, you know, you, uh, you outliers that aren't not involved in the Democrat mafia of Crook County and the sewer of Chicago, we are going to uh, recognize you as breakaway regions. I don't think you get much of a fight from those people who have been dragged around by the mobocracy of the Democrat mafia in Chicago. And I think that's kind of similar to what we're seeing in Russia. But that's just me. I like to have a little bit of perspective. I like to take all the information and then decide for myself. Because what you're really deciphering is the version of lies by professional liars. And if you think I mean just root and toot and Putin, you're wrong. I definitely mean the Democrat mafia that is bought and owned by every corrupt corporatist entity in this country. Not just big pharma, not just big insurance or big hospitals or the rest of it, but the military-industrial complex, who this kind of day today, they are walking with a little extra pep in their step. They're like somebody who took Kamala Harris to lunch. They just know it's going to be a good day and can't wait to get started on the date slash appointment. That's exactly what we're facing. So when I hear what the rebuttal is or the spin by these imbeciles, 50-year senator, 40 years touted as a foreign policy expert, yet this imbecile isn't just the president that made the decision to leave $83 billion of weaponry with the Taliban, who now is in control of a country. He's the same moron that called them freedom fighters and armed them in the first place. Joe Biden has been wrong for 50 years, and the American Democrat, who just wants a little more welfare cheese, 
doesn't give a rip because now he's on to daycare, which is a big concern only among the scum among us, as if they don't want to take care of their kids or can't afford to or don't want to work to be able to afford to. This is where we are as a nation today. So when I hear Kamala Harris come on and spew absolute falsehoods and lies as if we have any leverage over Russia, I wonder how many people are aware of exactly how inept we truly are. But if you believe Putin has made up his mind, what leverage do you really have? Why not put those sanctions in place now? The purpose of the sanctions has always been and continues to be deterrence. But let's also recognize the unique nature of the sanctions that we have outlined. These are some of the- now, now, here's the thing. Trump had real sanctions on them within a week of Joe Biden usurping the most powerful office in the, in the world. He got rid of those sanctions, which is why they started up on Nord Stream 2 and all the rest of it. I understand if you voted Democrat, you're too stupid to understand any of this. But that's just the fact of what's going on. So here is the best lunch date in Washington trying to tell you we still have some leverage in the region. But what she doesn't want to tell you is we cannot even rally European allies to take Russia off of the SWIFT network. And we'll cover that in a little while. But I want you to listen to the bald-faced lie by the greatest lunch date in Washington, D.C. The greatest sanctions, if not the, the, the strongest, that we've ever issued. As I articulated yesterday, uh-huh. it, it is directed yep. at institutions, in particular financial institutions Ooh, and right. individuals, uh-huh. and it will exact absolute harm for the Russian economy and their... Poppycock! Absolute and total poppycock that only a Democrat would believe. The same Democrat that believes you're qualified to be the vice president rather than earned it the old-fashioned way. Naked. SWIFT, the Society for Worldwide Interbank Financial Telecommunication, is going through a midlife crisis. The network operator is the backbone of payment services for more than 11,000 institutions across more than 200 countries and territories. See, the SWIFT network is how they operate the money. So when they talk about sanctions, they talk about harming them financially. So the SWIFT network is up and operational for Russia as we speak. And during this whole time of these blind mice, the Keystone government, trying to rally support for World War III without addressing the issues to the American people, Europeans who kind of are in tune to the issues in Ukraine and Russia and to the corruption therein, they're not supporting us. So the SWIFT network will stay open for business. Including banks and corporations. If a bank is wiring money to someone, chances are SWIFT is involved somewhere along the way. The transaction messaging behemoth touts a failure is not an option level of security. That includes its data centers in three low-profile locations in Switzerland, the Netherlands, Virginia, and a fourth operation site known only to a handful of SWIFT executives. But, uh, so that's why when they talk about sanctions, they need this network to agree with them. See, if they were in, on righteous ground the way that they claim the Democrat lying frauds that they are, don't you think the rest of the world would say, hey, wait a minute, let's just get together. There's no need for violence. Let's just choke off Russia through finance. Of course you could do it. But see, Russia learned a lesson. This is why you didn't hear a peep about Crimea. I understand this is stage two, level two of political talk. But that's what we do here. I don't take off days, President's Day, as if you'd celebrate it with this dimwit in diapers holding the office. Right now it means less than it ever did. Not that it meant anything anyway. They made it up. It's in between everyone's birthday. It's another scam holiday. 
created by unions so their fat asses could sit down and get paid for doing nothing. But here, I don't take the day off. Here we explain. How many people even are, were aware of the SWIFT network and how exactly foreign banking and everything else works? Because it's always about the money. But see, the Europeans have already figured us out. Yes, they did. And Russia in particular, that oligarch, the one who owns a country, he figured it out long ago. And he took precautions which make all the threats of sanctions absolutely and totally useless. And this should be what the news stories are. But they think you're too stupid to understand this. So they're going to just try to blindfold you with a flag so you support this diaper-wearing dimwit as the Secret Service has been turned into a daycare center. Banking. Come on, let's all learn world banking. It's very exciting. Hello and welcome. I'm David Robinson, the online editor at The Banker, and today we're looking at Russia's mere payment system. What's that? With me to discuss this is James King, Europe editor at The Banker. James, in just over, what, five years, Russia has created this highly effective homegrown payment system over which it has full control. It's a quite remarkable achievement. Boy, that sounds like it would be awful hard to harm Russia financially. You see, well, all this is going on. This is why I beat the drum of government incompetence, government corruption, because the rest of the world is on to our weakness, on to our stupidity. And now we proved it by putting the weak, stupid, corrupt, feeble fascist as the president of the United States. This is how you get the world to agree with the oligarchs like Putin and the rest of Europe as we destroy the reputation, the strength and the dignity of our not only our country, but our currency. They've been working like this the whole time. I suppose we should start by looking at why Mir was created in the first place. Following the, the Russian annexation of Crimea in 2014, do you... Who was president in 2014? Let me think, let me think, let me think. Unqualified, corrupt, Marxist from Chicago, dimwit. And he did nothing as they annexed Crimea. Putin said, hmm, I got away with it. All I have to do now is wait for another corrupt, dimwit Democrat. And in the meantime, I'll build a system where they can't harm me at all. Best imposed a range of... Uh, sanctions on Russia, um, some of which involves uh, basically uh, a number of Russian banks being uh, cut off from uh, U.S. payment networks. So thinking of MasterCard here. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Russian authorities uh, obviously saw this happen and were quite alarmed because if you cut off uh, banks from payment networks, it really cripples or could cripple the economy um, if done at a large scale. So the Russians saw that happen, took notice and decided to um, launch and scale Mia in response. Five years is still a, a real achievement. How was it built so quickly? It really took uh, or has taken uh, a really sort of muscular degree of intervention by the Russian government. To- With cooperation and collusion of other American enemies and some allies, they have an entirely different system than the one this moron administration is threatening to use as leverage. This is how you know for sure we're in way, way over our heads. And here she is, the vice president, showing power and cluelessness as she pretends to threaten Vladimir Putin or anyone else for that matter. Everybody knows how you got the job, sweetheart. He's made up his mind. 
do you feel that this threat that has been looming is really going to deter him? Absolutely. We strongly believe. And, and remember also that the sanctions are a product not only of our perspective as the United States, but a shared perspective among our allies. And the allied relationship is such that we have agreed that the deterrence effect of these sanctions is still a meaningful one. But yet no European wants to take Russia off the SWIFT network. How many Americans are even talking about it? How many Americans even know about it? And why isn't the media focusing on it? This is all lies and propaganda, which means, which goes to show you that if they're willing to lie about this, as if they have some leverage, how do you know they're not lying about the whole damn thing? See, that's where I keep coming back to. It seems to be a lie about the whole damn situation. KPX5's Ann Makovic is following some breaking news developments from the live news desk. Ann. Yeah, things ramping up just within the past hour. Russian President Vladimir Putin announcing that he is now officially recognizing two territories in eastern Ukraine as independent. Those areas are full of Russian-backed rebels. The U.S. says that move may violate international law. How many Americans knew there was already an eight-year conflict going on there? Eight years. How many knew? How many care? After all, if you listen to Build Back Better, you're going to get free daycare, you welfare roach. And that's exactly how the Democrat Party keeps its votes. 312-642-5600. I'll be back. AM560, the answer. You know what's great, though? I'm, I'm going to tell you just for a minute what's great is you get to watch all the step-and-fetch Democrat voters who for decades told you how anti-war I'm anti-war. I don't like the war. I'm against the military-industrial complex. Look at how they shut up, sit down, and support whatever in the hell their master tells them. And all they have to do is give them just a little more free stuff. Oh, yeah. You're going to get free daycare. So sit in the corner and shut the hell up as even a Democrat like Tammy Duckworth promotes the military-industrial complex. I'd like to recognize via WebEx Senator Duckworth. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I want to congratulate all of the participants today on your nominations. I'd also like to thank Mr. Lohman for our call last week. Uh Uh, A combat credible logistics backbone is crucial to deterring our adversaries. And I appreciate it. Logistics backbone is crucial. What about the logistics that dropped off $83 billion worth of weapons and then left it for the Taliban? Huh, dimwit? Don't worry, Tammy's got an idea. You know what that is? We're just going to need a little more spending in the military because we already don't spend enough. Our discussion on how to strengthen and mature this capability. I would like to start off with the balance between modernization and maintaining readiness rates of our current assets. Our military remains reliant on 1980s and in some places 1970s technology. How's that? We spend more as a nation than the next 30 countries. We spend more. We spend eight times with Russia, who seems to be acquiring land all over, and China. Yet here we have logistics problems, huh, dummy? Man, oh, man, what a, what a concept it is where no one looks behind the curtain. As the most corrupt people among us, politicians and defense corporation, just swindle us from morning to night. It doesn't even stop. I think it's 24 hours. And the same Democrats who used to sit outside George Bush's ranch, I'm cold pink. I'm against the war. You shut up and support this. Because after all, we're giving you some more money for your free government cheese and daycare. So shut up and vote Democrat for Duckworth and the other dimwits. The GAO report reviewed annual readiness rates for 46 different aircraft 
from 2011 to 2019. Oh, shut up. We know what you're going to do. You're going to triple the spending, you corrupt bastard. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Teresa, Gold Coast. Hi, Sean. How are you? I've always believed that America has never had allies. Our so-called allies will flip on a dime. It depends what time of the day it is, what time of the night it is, what month it is. It doesn't matter. They will flip on a dime. We don't have an ally. We don't bribe. If you look at who underwrites underwrites everything, from NATO to the UN to the IMF Bank, we're bribing the corrupt oligarchs that are in control of these third world hellholes. And we don't care how they treat their people or what the argument is. It is the perfect form of corruption where you have the support of 340 million Americans who are too stupid to read about it or care about it. It's disgraceful. And you know what? I'm telling you right now, this doesn't have anything to do with the information that's coming out of the White House or coming out of the mainstream media. This has been going on for eight years, and we have, don't have enough information to come to a, a conclusion. But what should, you should take into account, we cannot get European support. Why is that? It's because we're wrong and we're lying. Susan, Highland Park. Hi, Sean. I have more of the question of the day for you here. All right. Um, as I've been watching today's events, unfold i call the move that or the maneuver that putin pulled as an end around and we just totally either missed it or whatever my question is why and i don't understand this aspect of this whole conflict why does the press keep putting out there that they're going to invade they're going to invade why would they need to invade because they have to have support for the same reason they said that the the virus which has infected a 175 year old queen and that it. she's going to pull through it's about controlling fear controlling propaganda that's what it's about susan thank you very much for the call boy i want to get to frank but i want all right frank come on go ahead how are you i want to get to you hey Fr- hey hi sean hi, first time caller long time listener Oh, thank you. It means a lot. To uh, my wife just got back from the Ukraine last week. What's her perspective? Well, she says uh, the Americans are doing it. They're pushing the guy. Uh, just like when they took Crimea, mm-hmm. they took it because NATO was pushing their narrative to be in NATO. So he wanted to deport Putin. He's surrounded by everybody. Not that he's an angel, but no, he's, he's a, he's a rat. That's what happens. And she told me, she says, the Americans are pushing it. They they went back on the 2015 accord. And Bingo. There and you go. And you had a guy on there, and you told him about 2008, the Heritage Foundation, and he yeah. couldn't answer you because he knew it. He knew you were right. I know. That's why I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you calling. And that's why you always remember how to think the way a, a Soviet KGB agent told you exactly what was going to happen? Ideological subversion is is the slow process, which we call either ideological subversion or active measures, activne мероприятия in the language of, of the KGB, or psychological warfare. What it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every American to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interests of defending themselves, their families, their community, and their country. It's a great brainwashing uh, process, which goes very slow, and it's divided in, in four basic stages. That was 1977. It's 2022. 98% of Americans have no idea what's been going on for the last 20 years between Ukraine, corrupt oligarch, 
that bribed and was bribed by the Biden crime family, and now they're going to support exactly what they bought Biden for. Absolute and total backing by what was once the strongest country in the world. 312-642-5600. I'll be back. AM560, the answer. You know, it's interesting to watch America turn into a collectivist Fourth Reich. And people forget that the Third Reich was elected. Did you know that? Hitler and the Third Reich didn't seize power the way the uh, communists did in Russia. Communists, the Bolsheviks, were 10% of the population. They got in some key spots, and they pretty much muscled their way in. But in Germany, those uh, National Worker Socialist Party, called the Nazis and the Third Reich, they were elected. And the minute they were elected, they started to destroy the individual rights. They started to lie and propagandize. They started all kinds of trouble and wars and invasions. And uh, I think the similarities are, are, are shocking when you realize and you step back to get a perspective of where we are in this country, how many individual liberties you just don't have anymore, how much of a slave you are in almost every aspect, the extortion of your income, the, the, the muscling of your business, the backdoor nationalization of small and medium and even big business. And then you realize you're, gonna, you're standing on the precipice of the only excuse that could distract people from realizing all of those things. A war with Russia. Why? Mike, Southside. Hey, uh, you know, the greatest institution in this country is the individual. But uh, getting back to uh, Russia, and I remember when uh, Putin was in the journalist pool in the Reagan administration. I've kind of been a military long since I've been 12 years old. So uh, Russia should actually be our ally. And the reason why we're against Russia and the government is against Russia, not we the people, is that uh, Putin and Russia don't want to be involved in the World Economic Forum with Klaus Schwab. They don't want the International Monetary Fund to control them or the World Bank. They want to be a sovereign free country. They want economic sovereignty. You're exactly correct. And this is something nobody talks about. And furthermore, they don't talk about how they have been able to really become advers- or, or, or become um, friendly and, and against world powers that could topple America. And I'm, I mean, you know, everyone, oh, we're the strongest. We're the strongest because we bribe our friends. There are countries right. out there that realize when it comes to currency manipulation, when it comes to economic uh, corrupting of oligarchs and despots and, and uh, fascists from around the world, we're the ones that perpetrate that. At the same time, you've got Russia, China, Iran, Saudi Arabia, Turkey, Syria. Now, what if they get together and they want to come up with a new currency? They've already created an economic exchange system called MIR. How many people even knew that? They could pull this rug out from underneath us. What are you going to do? Joe Biden going to fix it with his diaper bag? I don't think so. But go ahead. I cut you off. Well, and then, and, and then if you look at uh, Libya, Muammar Gaddafi had like $600 billion. He wanted to come up with a, a different currency. And what happened to them? They got rid of him. And he said, you know, when I, if, if you get me out of power, he goes, Northern Africa, the gates are going to be open to Europe. If we were a righteous nation, we wouldn't need any of this. If we were a righteous nation that treated the currency that we were entrusted with, the world currency, with respect, if we didn't allow this type of systemic corruption in our government, we wouldn't need all of this conflict. We wouldn't have it. And I'm going to say something that is already controversial. I mean, you see my phone buzzing. What are you, a Russian adversary, a Russian ally? Yeah, I'm a Russian ally. We would, we would in fact, be allies with Russia. 
We would, in fact, be allies with people who talked about freedom and didn't want to have a form of collectivism, a form of despotism that they were comfortable with. But in this country, don't we have that? We already have a form of despotism we're comfortable with. Listen to your fellow Americans as he demands to take away your individual rights and doesn't even know what it is. And you said something. You said it's, it's an institution. The only true minority in anything is the individual, regardless of his actual race status. Thank you very much, Mike. I appreciate it. We are losing the argument here. And now we are getting swept up in this false flag, blindfolded with a flag, to support the only country that promotes gangster government. We don't have an ally. We don't bribe. Why is that? Because we're corrupted. Robert in Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean. How you doing tonight? I'm aggravated. But I yeah, always sound, aggravated you sound good. When these idiots lie to my fellow Americans and destroy the, the principles of Americanism and bastardize it. And now I got news for you, Robert. I've been looking at this eight ways to Tuesday. This war is exactly what these corrupt bastards need to hide mm-hmm. from it. Hide from the reality of their failure. And their corruption. They're gonna they're gonna wrap this into a war and they need it. And then they're really gonna triple down on the thievery. Go ahead. Well, you know, that that's exactly what you that's exactly how I feel. It's just a sham. But the reason I was gonna call is first of all I have two things to say real fast. The first one is we we have no business going into that country because those people want wouldn't care if the Russians marched in there anyway because they live in poverty. Now they're one step above poverty under Putin, who tells them what to say, what to do, and what to think. And as far as you were talking earlier about Tammy Duckworth, let's not forget, ladies and gentlemen, that this is a person who, um, when they had the Veterans Affairs problem, um, she uh, she had a whistleblower fired and another one reprimanded. We have to remember that when the elections come up in 2022. What do you think, Sean? I think she's the perfect stooge. She can hide behind uh, war injuries. She can hide behind her Purple Heart the whole time promoting the very corrupt system that we should all be fighting if we were a country built in virtue and honesty and integrity. Instead, Tammy Duckworth lays the groundwork for the Democrats to make Trump look frugal when it comes to military spending. And I'm not kidding you. They want to spend a tremendous amount, billions and billions, tens of billions, hundreds of billions more than Donald Trump did. And only three of these aircraft hit their annual readiness goals for all nine years. And 24 of them did not meet their goal in any of the years covered. This is types of aircraft, not individual aircraft. Yet we must also remain ready today to mobilize and respond to a global crisis, which we are seeing play out now without need to transfer thousands of troops to the European theater. Thousands of troops to the European theater. It's a theater? And nobody wants to talk about the $85 you left behind? And nobody wants to talk how our Congress, our Congress, passed a law in a bill that we are not to give money to the Ukraine because they have a Nazi faction, the Azov, Azov. Are you kidding me? You know, the Americans too, too stupid. Wait, what's in it for me? Oh, you're going to get free daycare. Okay, then you're a Democrat. You must be anti-war. You're a fraud. You're a shill. And the Democrat voter is a step and fetch. Go to vote. Lloyd, Gary, Indiana. Hey, Sean. I just wanted to say I'm uh, supporting National He's Not My President's Day today. And what that entails, everyone I'm going around and I'm talking to, I start a conversation with, hey, President's Day, huh? This ain't my president. You'd be surprised the people that start going off. Oh, my God. Can't wait for November to get here. We're going to vote. We're going to change this. I hope the people are going to do what they're saying. 
You could talk to 10 people about President's Day. Nine of them are going to give you the wrong answer. Nobody knows what the hell you're celebrating. They just know the union's got them a day off. They could sit on their ass, pretend it's a holiday, and look at the president. This president doesn't deserve a holiday. He deserves incarceration. Impeach this corrupt garbage now. Brian, Mount Prospect. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Long-time listener, first-time caller. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate that. So about this, yeah, so about this Ukraine crisis, so um, when I go around and talk to people, uh, people really don't care about, they're, they're sick of war, they're sick of all this crap and corrupt stuff, just like you're talking about. And I, I love your attitude with being aggressive and talking to people about this because I really think it's, it's the way to do it and to get a point across. And we're, we're seriously looking at going in there or, or, um, uh, arming them or, or using something like that when we can't even get stuff together in our own country for our Bingo. own people? Bingo. And this are, is are a great way me? to distract like, it. And why should we spend one drop of blood? You're talking, you're sending thousands yeah. of kids there. There's a recruitment campaign now. They're bribing people to join the military. You know, if you join an aspect, I forgot if it was the Air Force or what it was, $50,000. $50,000. That's how desperate they are. Because people realize what they are. They're corrupt. Yeah. They're liars and they're yeah. fraud. And, and a liar and never now, tells you the now, truth. Go ahead. Yeah, and now what they're doing is, they're, I think the U.S. is trying to create a false flag, and he, they're poking Putin and provoking him. How would they like it if Mexico wanted to suddenly join the Russian Federation, and then, oh, then we don't have any right to, to do the same thing Putin is doing? Oh, Brian, don't give Americans perspective. They hate it. After all, they'd realize they're slaves in a country that's supposed to tout freedom. Maybe they'd even realize their only hope is to limit their fellow Americans to steal his money if he's a good earner so they could have free daycare. Build back better. 312-642-5600. I'll take the rest of you when I get back. AM560, the answer. You know, coming off of what we just saw in Canada... There's a reason that you're being distracted as far as I'm concerned. I think that this entire thing is just a profit windfall for the most corrupt faction in our government. The government themselves and their corrupt corporatist allies. I know I don't listen to other shows. I get people that send me texts all the time. I'm getting a tremendous amount of texts now. You're, you shouldn't be talking like this. Why? Because I'm espousing what the principles of a free nation, not led by a despot. They don't even... Biden does not have the power to do this. Don't we have a Congress? And if we don't, then let's get rid of these idiots. Congress is supposed to vote on this kind of thing. Oh, it's true. We're in a republic. We're not at the whim of this diaper-wearing dimwit. At least we're not supposed to be. But can you say that now? What I'm espousing for are the principles of a free nation. We are not supposed to be allowed to be corrupted like the Biden and the American Democrat has done to us. I mean, you do remember all of the corruption between the Ukrainian government and their oligarchs and Hunter Biden. You do remember it, don't you? Look, Biden and his son are stone cold crooked. And you know it. His son walks out with millions of dollars. The kid knows nothing. You know it. And so do we. Go ahead. Ask a question. And here we are a year after this idiot usurped the most powerful office in the world. And look at what we're doing. We're paying off the corrupt who our Congress came out and specifically passed a law. We are not to give the military of Ukraine money because they have been infiltrated by Nazis. I got news for you. So have we. Mary Ellen, Northwest Side. 
Oh, hi, Sean. I did owe everything you say. Oh, thank you, Mary Ellen. I and it's you. like, it is a, a big distraction because they have nothing else. They are so in bad shape. But I wanted to ask you a question about Putin and the Russians. All right, if I can I remember from many years ago, it was a basically a Christian comp uh, country. And we go back centuries, okay? But then when the Muslims, there was a move, you know, remember in Obama's time, the Muslims were invading Europe? Mm -hmm. yes, Putin didn't want them in Russia. No. No, because they're up, fascists. Yeah. yeah. Well, he knew, he knew the detriment. You know, and here's the thing. I, I don't want to do the one religion better than others, but I will say this. There's one religion that wants to run on this, on this mystical witchcraft that they call a re religion they're the ones that put their wives in beekeeper costumes and like to beat and mutilate their kids so i'm all for that and i i appreciate that about anybody who wants to keep that influence out i appreciate you listening thank you mary ellen and i also am very aware of the american position and their stupid foreign policy i say the whole world must learn of our peaceful ways by force yeah there's the american military form we've got Thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of soldiers and bases, nobody knows what. We got spending up the wazoo. Yet both Republican and Democrat, they're bribed from those companies that give us our, all of our defense equipment. You know, the kind where we pay $6,000 for a screwdriver. While I understand that there's an art to balancing current mission readiness needs with modernization, I am concerned that the department does not have a strong glide slope and transition plan for key mobility and logistical assets in particular. That sounds expensive, because those glide scopes, they're going to run in the billions. Bill in Willow Springs. Hey, Sean. So I just wanted to say a couple years ago, I'm sitting with a friend at Mariano's. We're having coffee. And Prisker just signed doubling the gas tax for Illinois. And he says to me, you know, and this guy is a former school teacher, union lover, uh -huh. um, ultra liberal. We're going to have the best roads of any state in the whole country. <laughs> well, I want to tell you, I'm driving down uh, what am I, on Ogden Avenue because the yeah. Stevenson's all a mess today. Uh -huh. I might not be able to make it home without getting an alignment. Well, listen, I'm going to tell you right now, Prof had to move because he kept going through tires on a very expensive German-made machine. He had to come where the roads are really good and there are no gas taxes, and that's Florida. Thank you, Bill. 312-642-5600. Or do I have a guest? I think I have a guest. If I have a guest, Rob Cruz. Oh, I love when I talk to Rob Cruz. We'll do that and more after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show. There's a re reason corrupt politicians try to make you think this is a democracy. It's not. It's a republic. It's created that way. You know the beauty of a republic? Is you're supposed to have representation very close to you. That's why Congress people, both birthing people and the others, are elected every two years. It is actually the most important political position in my mind because you can throw these bastards out if you don't like them if you smell how corrupt they really are like sean caston sean caston is a lowlife fraud who's not only enriched his father another con man with a green energy scheme 
but he's destroyed the future for not just Illinois, but for America, the way I see it, as they have a majority in Washington. So I'm always happy when someone wants to take them on. Rob Cruz is that somebody. Rob, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? How are you doing, Sean? How's the weather down there? Splendid. Very nice. I have flip-flops on, but let's not rub it in. But anyway, (laughs) I believe in a republic. I love a republic. And um, it's why I was kind of naive and not so worried about a collectivist Fourth Reich seizing control of my government. However, I was wrong, and we are in that position. Are you shocked at the lack of response to the incompetence of the Biden administration when it comes to this particular issue of the day with the <clears throat> Ukraine and Russia? Where is Congress? And if they're no longer needed, can we stop paying them? Well, I am, I am a little bit uh, taken back by the lack of, outrage that we're seeing in this Biden administration and the handling of this circumstance. You know, our prior administration seemed to have this a little bit better under control than they do. They kind of come out and talk out of both sides of their mouth. I listen to a lot of my friends that are in the military, former military guys. They're very, very upset, um, very concerned. They feel like uh, we're being pushed around, which is not something if you served, and I didn't serve for the record, that they don't like. So I am a little bit taken back that not a lot of people are talking about. I think this all happened to Sean during the Olympics. So it's a nice guys there to cover it all up. Everyone's just watch NBC, watch the Olympics. I didn't watch any of it because I couldn't stand it. We've sent two groups of troops there, 8,000 and 3,500. We've sent others that we're just not admitting to. Yet Congress doesn't notify the people. They don't discuss it. It's not brought home. I mean, how you can only come to the conclusion that we are no longer a republic and Congress is just... Uh, full of lobbyists. That's the way it feels to me. That's the way it seems to me. On every front, they are excuse makers and rubber stamp political whores that come back to the people and lie to our faces. So you're trying to change that. Let us know what kind of a reception are you getting? That's what I'm most curious about. Because the way I've been sold this imbecile Irving is because they're trying to go after all of the white women in the suburbs. And that's who uh, gave the the victory to both Sean Caston and uh, Laura Underwood, the woman who is our congressman but never had a driver's license in Illinois. I find this to be sickening, and I'm curious to know the reception you're getting as you're door knocking. Sure, well, uh, we've been out here door knocking for signatures and, uh, and notoriety. Um, it's not a, it's not a secret anymore that I was on a school board and had a little, you know, uh, uh, ruffled some feathers there. Uh, personally, I've gotten a lot of good responses. I have um, really done a lot of my politicking or, or a lot of my um, meetings with school board moms at these Mama Bear meetings. They're very engaged in the issues. They, um, I think they've realized that uh, people are coming after their kids now. And I just simply say that I'm a rank-and-file member of society who's looking to represent rank-and-file members of society. You know, this game can be for the elite, the rich. And it needs to come back a little bit down to the blue-collar worker, to the blue-collar family. Um, Main Street USA needs to get its representation back. And that's what I'm pushing out there. Um, I've gotten a lot of good responses from people um, in the suburbs. I've got a little parts of the city. Um, a lot of, of my Latino brothers are, are starting to feel the same way I do about what they're seeing out here. And, and it doesn't align with the family values that we see in our Hispanic culture. And, and personally, it's just, you know, I'm probably not the front runner, but I think I'm in the game. You know, Rob, I, I'm from Monroe's Park. You want to talk about blue collar. My old man was a bricklayer with a little bit of a drinking problem, a little bit of a womanizer. My mother worked three jobs. My grandfather owned a business that he stayed open 
from literally 6 in the morning to 7 at night to try to make bills. So I understand blue collar. But there's a difference between then and now. And that is they were not socialists. They were not welfare roaches. They were not looking for handouts or free daycare or free this and gots on goal. How can you explain the modern day so-called blue collar sounding like a Soviet when they demand free uh, daycare, free diapers, free college, free everything else? I'm disgusted by American blue collar so-called today. Am I wrong or just too jaded? I want to be. Are you encountering socialists as they're asking you what's in it for me if they vote for you? I mean, your competition is Pritzker, who's paying between, from what I hear, 5 to $7 a signature. I'm amazed you can even get one without giving somebody a fin. Well, you know, um, I, I will say this, Sean, and you know I love you, but I do think you might be a little jaded on this one. The people that I'm talking to out there, the small business owner type, the guy who's working in the field for his company, the guy who's, you know, installing your cable, the guy who's doing you know, the work at your house when the furnace doesn't work. Those people are not. Those people are working 12-hour days to see it to, to make ends meet. They're not looking for handouts. They're looking for someone to come in here and try and lower this inflation, lower they, the price at the gas pump. Are they putting the blame where it belongs on the Democrat mafia and their systemic incompetence and corruption? Or are they just like, what are you going to do? It's happenstance. It's COVID. What are you seeing on the street? Well, I see two things. I do see somebody who says, yeah, it's COVID, and then we kind of engage in a discussion. Then I see the other person who says, you know what, man, we, we've got to get some, some fiscal hawks in there to start working this way back because, you know, we, we, we've allowed ourselves to get in. And when we shut down energy production here and become an importer instead of an exporter, everyone's starting to feel it. So I do think people are starting to admit it. I will say this, Sean, and I want to be 100% honest with you. When people are ready to realize that they've made you know, maybe they, they have a change of heart or made a, a mistake. I try to be embracing of that. I try to encourage that, hey, you're not, you're not wrong. You just made one bad decision or you thought this was going to work out a different way than it didn't. Don't be afraid to make the change because you either don't want to hear about it from your friends or you don't want to hear about it from someone on the radio. I, try, I do try to be engaging and say, look, let's look, about, let's look at this logically. You saw a mistake. You want to get it fixed. You shouldn't be ashamed for it. We should commend you for it. All right, now let's do this because I want to go over some specificity. You know, I, uh, I was a commodity trader for years, studied economics. I don't know anybody that I worked with. I don't know anybody that I even worked for or ran banks that ever had the kind of return that these Congress people have on investing. Are you as irritated and as aware of the obvious insider trading corruption that is in Congress, and will you fight to stop that? Yeah, I'm aware of it. Um, you know, I have friends in the financial industry. You know, I think everybody's aware of it. Um, I think it's really come to the surface, and I do think it needs to be addressed as we move forward with Congress. But here's the thing, Sean. If we keep picking people like the Castings and the Newmans and the rich and the well-off, and how is that ever going to change? No, I, listen, I agree with you, but I, I need somebody that can articulate to the common man because this is something that every American should be disgusted with. The only systemic problem this country has is systemic corruption in the government. It's undeniable. It's obvious. 
And it's prima facie evidence of why barriers need to be put on the only place in this country it belongs. It's not on me. It's not on Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk. It's on the Congress. It's on the Senate. It's on the dimwit in diapers pretending to be the president. And until we get politicians that want to do that and want to destroy and board up K Street, Main Street will be boarded up. And if you cannot articulate that, we're going to have a problem. So I need you to be aware of it and to be selling that because the reality is Democrats and Republicans are disgusted by the obvious corruption. And if we're going to get two guys who are going to run and just say, vote for me and I'll set you free, it ain't going to work. I need you to kick doors in. So are you going to do that? Of course. I told you when I met you, it's time to get to make people feel uncomfortable. I do think that the conversation is being directed towards we've got a really – look at implementing a constitutional amendment for term limits. I think that's a starter conversation that everybody... Rob, if you make it so they can't steal, they'll they'll run out of office themselves. The reality is, you look at these corrupt bastards, they're worth tens, if not hundreds of millions. And why would they shut it up? No, you're right about that. Why would they shut it up? Nancy Pelosi, the dimwit, who's jacked up on Demerol and Botox, has amassed... If her friends try to tell you it's 190 million if you can do math it's half a, it's it's half a billion dollars that her and her corrupt husband have stolen we've got congress people that are sleeping with chinese spies we have foreign governments using american fronts to pretend to be real estate brokers and moguls as they acquire crucial real estate bought with our own foreign aid i need you to kick doors and i need it to stop and that's the only kind of people i want to support i like you but i want you to tell everybody that because democrats themselves have to be made to understand the government isn't helping you. The government has imprisoned you in their ghettos. And until they understand that, we're just going to get the rinse and repeat, and then you're going to have to hope for, uh, what's the guy's name, Griffin, to put you in the cabinet with the idiot Irving, and you, you get some of that money. I want it all to come to an end. I need you to kick, you know, I need you to, to tell the people that. I think that's the approach okay. you should take. Sean, you know what? All right, I will, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll craft something like that, and we'll get back to you on on how we want to address See? that, because at the current moment, it wasn't something that you know we had really looked at. I'm telling you, brother, Democrats, Republicans, independents are sick of a two-tiered system where the only real mafia and organized crime is in the Congress, is in the Senate, is on K Street. You, you pull a walking tall and you break that up, believe me, you'll go to the White House. And when you do, you remember <laughs> who your guy is. I just want to come over. I hear the lunch is fantastic. All right? We'll have you over for breakfast and lunch. <laughs> All right, great. Rob Cruz for Congress dot com. Is that correct? Yeah, uh, Rob Cruz for Congress dot com. Yes, it is. Rob Cruz, spell it all out. There's no numbers. Spell it all out. And I want to thank you, Rob, for coming on. I wish you the best of luck. I really do. You know, I had a, a, an argument with a dear friend of mine. They want me to come home and yada, yada, yada. And my thing is, I will not be a slave. So until this fat bastard and uh, Illinois is not run by the, the, the Marxist mafia, I'm going to stay in flip-flops, not to mention I do uh, like to have my bald spot tan. It looks like hair. What do you think? <laughs> when you do come back, Sean, we got to get on the course and, and play a little golf, too. Oh, it's been a few years. Last time I played, I played with Prof. That was four years ago. It's a true story. We went golfing, and it took us five and a half hours. He's yelling, snap hooking the ball. I'm batting. I said, I put my clubs down. I haven't played in four years, but I'll pick them up for you. We got a deal. All right? You got it, Sean. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. We'll take all your calls and comments after this. AM 560. The answer. On the news, they've got the QAnon followers promote new tactic to attack school mask mandates. So now if you attack the school mask mandates, you're a QAnon. 
You know, and, and Honey Bunny said to me in my ear, you're so aggravated today. And it, it's true. I am. I am aggravated today. I'm aggravated because I'm terrible at being a victim. I'm terrible at being a slave. And I will not accept lies. I will not accept it. Lies. Once, uh, uh, when I first started working, I, um, guy asked me what I, why I did this and it was wrong. And I, I started to tell him what my reasoning was. And I will never forget this. He leaned over. He said, excuses are for losers and liars. And that's really what, the, what we need to adopt, that philosophy of if it ain't working, you're making an excuse and you're either a loser or a liar. Who is ruling the world? Are losers and liars. And we're losing the battle because, well, we're all focused on, I don't know what, the Democrat mafia is establishing its dominance. How many people know there's a push to get convicts the right to vote? The scourge among us. Ronaldo Hudson was thrilled to vote in 2020. He didn't take part in this civic duty for decades, not because he didn't want to, but because he couldn't. Hudson was in an Illinois prison serving time for murder. We're time for murder. And you get to vote? Even after you're out, you get to vote? Well, what do you think this murderer, what do you think this, this cockroach is going to vote for? Welcome to the Democrat base. Probably more locked in on political campaigns and what's being said because we've learned and i learned over the years that whoever's in office will affect prison conditions currently so now that you're going to let the prison vote now is the prison going to vote for law and order or are they going to vote for the democrats defund the police and the rest of that nonsense you see how these democrat ghettos and sewers you see the future there right you see how they're protected how the predators, how the drug dealers, how the scum and the gangbangers are now protected by the state's attorney in Chicago, by the elderman in Chicago, and by everybody else. So that's why I'm aggravated. Because now this story is just getting started. We only two states, Vermont, Maine, and the District of Columbia, give prisoners the right to vote. Oh, you Some Chicago-based advocacy groups, including Chicago Votes, have been pushing state lawmakers to pass voting rights legislation for people serving time. The bill stalled last year in Springfield. The State Board of Elections citing several technical issues with that bill. Still, Chicago Votes, a nonpartisan organization. Yeah, Chicago Votes. Now listen, this is a dimwit. This is a talking mannequin who got there for every other reason than qualifications. So this dimwit pretends it's, 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 bi it's not political. This is the Democrat apparatchik. These are the same scum that advocate for ballot harvesting, that advocate to legitimize voter fraud and voter theft. Dedicated to building, quote, an inclusive democracy continues to push for reform. Civic engagement in voting has been shown to really restore people. Um, in so when you allow the roaches to vote for more welfare, you have Democrats in perpetuity. Let's just figure Chicago, Illinois, for example. A hundred years of corruption, a hundred years of incompetence, a hundred years of ghetto expansion, and they have never been in a stronger political position than right now. ...of connection to their community ties, giving them a voice. Giving a voice to incarcerated voters in Illinois could have a significant impact on the black vote. According to the ABC7 data team, 32... Why is it racial? Why is it racial? If you killed anybody, does it matter what race you are, you idiot? If you steal, if you rape, if you pillage, if you carjack, is there, does it matter? What the race is? Or should that low-life, wretched scum 
be thrown away for a thousand years. I'll take B. I'll take B. But who's in charge? Who are the politicians in charge? Well, brings me to tie a nice story together of another 50 thief alderman. And a local alderman is taking steps to crack down on crime in the Wicker Park Bucktown neighborhood. He's introduced an ordinance to make it harder for bad businesses to get their liquor license. This comes after two. What's a business? What's a bad business? So it's bad business to get a liquor license. Well, what's a bad business? Enlighten me. How is a business bad? People are bad. Businesses are bad. Two shootings at a nightclub called The Point. CBS2's uh-huh. Chardet Gray has been following this story and joins us live. So rather than prosecute the shooters, you're going to close the business. Only a Chicago alderman, an economic illiterate, and a fascist scum who's on the take eight ways to Tuesday could come up with this scam. Here's what he really wants from you, business owners. A sack of Joea in a nice manila envelope. Live from the Streetside studio, Chardet. Well, Dana, while the point remains closed, Alderman Scott Wagaspak says that 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 business is under a short term closure, meaning that that owner can request a hearing to appeal the notice. And he's pushing for an ordinance to toughen liquor license. Why not enforce the fracking law, stupid? Why not do your job? See, that's your only job, government, your only job is to enforce the law. It's not to create a system of corruption like your liquor licensing, that you already have an exclusivity for liquor distributors that would make Al Capone blush, you corrupt bastard. Oh, up until just this past year or two, um, it was a really safe area. And it's become unsafe due to some bad actors. The p- yeah, those bad actors are the politicians like you, stupid, because you won't enforce the law. You won't put away the criminal. You'll just make it harder for business because it's a bad business versus bad people. Scum. But you rely on those people. Those are called Democrats, and you need their vote. You need their support. And you'll eat a banana and deliver a fruit salad for enough money, won't you, you corrupt piece of dung? 312-642-5600. AM560, the answer. Private politicians. Absolutely. Corrupt bastards. All right, let's go to uh, John in Midlothian. Hey, uh, just uh, touching on what you're talking about with, uh, you know, prosecuting the people with uh, the shootings, not just, you know, penalizing the owner of the establishment by taking their license away. Yeah. Uh, just two situations happened in the south suburb where I don't think they actually took the license away, but I think they shut the business down. One of them, there were two shootings and multiple stabbings. The other one, there were multiple stabbings. But you got to understand, these two places, they attract folks, you know, that aren't locals. Maybe from the unsavory neighborhoods. That's fine. Then you, know, I mean, you, then you know what you do. What do you, you do you, in you, those you, situations? Use it as bait. You know, the greatest thing, if you're really a country that fights criminals, is to lure the criminals to come to you. So if you have a business that only invites drug-dealing scum, the greatest gift to a law enforcement agency that wants to promote or that wants to prosecute it you mean to tell me all i got to do is open a door and i'm going to get the the el rukins the gangster disciples the sinaloa sinaloa cartel to come on in here great let's arrest everybody but you'd have to have an honest judicial system in no in no case do you prosecute the business who in order to open the door went through all of your hoops jumped through all of your obstacles to open the business See, but a fascistic... How do you the riffraff out, though? Arrest you know? them. Cops it's can't simple. always be posted there. 
Of course they can. That's what we pay them to do. Of course they can. That's what we pay them to do. Go in there and prosecute everybody till no criminal wants to get there. And then you'll have Disneyland. But you have to be willing to prosecute. You have to be willing to enforce your laws. And you have to have laws. That's the problem we have. You know what I mean? You, this is the greatest gift to you. A bar where all the criminals go. I love that. That's why everybody wiretapped the Ravens Club in Manhattan. They knew that's where the mafia was. Now it's in 1600 Pennsylvania. All we got to do is wire that. Chuck and Dullivan. You forgot the two sixers off of 26th Street. Hey, uh, you know, you're talking about these illegal aldermen. And uh, the aldermen get 10% or whatever gets raised by the city for parking garages or whatever. Do you remember about 20 years ago when they had on the south side, they had that nightclub and, yep. and P. Diddy came there and then everybody, like, they set off a fireworks or an M80 or something. Everybody stormed and like 120 people died. Yeah. And then everybody was, like, pointing their fingers at each other. Well, I didn't know nothing about it. Well, I didn't know nothing about it. Fire marshal, I didn't know nothing about it. Alderman, I didn't know. The alderman knew about it because he got 10% off the parking garage. These guys are still playing the same con game. I don't know when everybody's going to wise up. Do you know how phone. many meetings this bar owner had to have with the alderman in order to get all this licensing in all the liquor places? You know how many can no. campaign contributions he already gave that scumbag who now wants to shut him down rather than do what he should do? And that's called prosecute the scumbag shooting the bar. No, 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 the bar is bad. The people are good. Why? Because those wretched cockroaches vote Democrat. Thank you, Chuck. I appreciate the call. James and Schomburg. Once again, Sean, I'm amazed. You're, you're like Karnak the Magnificent. You called this scumbag out in like two seconds. And the reason you know he's pulling the old classic protection shakedown is he did not call on Fox or the Chicago PD for prosecution. No. He could have named the shooters. And the guys have been arrested. He didn't want to. He's not interested in it. And you're right. Running a business, how many times uh, these, oh, God, these, these Wicker Park guys, they, uh, how, how dead asleep can these hipsters be that they're getting shook down? I remember going down to North Avenue Western, you know, back in the, the mid-70s. If you didn't get your wheels stolen off your car, it's because you weren't stopped. And, and they want to talk about it being unsafe today. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's a coffee shop every half a block. And and whenever you hear somebody blame an entity that doesn't exist, that's how you know they're scum. That's how you know they're looking for a bribe or looking for a payoff, or, or they're doing what you already bribed them for. See, for all we know, James, the shooters are the people who are the campaign contributors to that alderman. How many times has that happened in Chicago? Thank you very much, James. You're not going to fool me. I see a scumbag from a thousand miles away. Vince in displays. Vince, you know, got me on the radio. I never heard my. I don't like the sound of my own voice. Hi, Vince. Hey, is this Sean? It is. You got to turn your radio down there, handsome. I just. How do you know I'm good looking? I could tell. Go ahead. You could tell, man. I tell you what. I just started listening to your show about a week ago. I was by my friend's house just now. All right. And he used to work with you at the Mercantile Exchange. Oh, what's his, his name? His name Howard. is Nick. Nick, I'm not okay. going to mention any last names. I don't want to get any. Does he have a real that. pretty wife, and he's she's real sweet, and he's a barbarian. No. All right, good. I got it's not him. He was never married, and I think he's going to get married. But all right, one, he's one, been it's to too late uh, now. the cigar store and all that stuff. And I got a restaurant in Illinois. We got a few pizzerias, and I just want to tell you, you know, I really enjoy listening to your show, man. It's oh. finally, it's nice to hear someone with some common sense and just put it out there. I would have used some better words than you do, to be honest with you. Some Harsh I ones, but I can't swear. This, this, I know. Can I swear? No, 
nobody can swear. <laughs> but here's what I want to. I want to. Here's what I can do for you. You want to promote the, the the place, and I'll let you know if I had the pie and it was delicious. What do you got? What's the place? I, you know what? I don't know if I want to promote it. You know, All right, fair enough. And I'll tell you, I'm going to tell you exactly why. Because there's a bunch of idiots out there who might hear it and say, hey, this guy is like this. Oh, yeah. So no, you're over. right. You're right. You know what, you though? Know? When you ask him to come, you know, I'm not in Illinois anymore. But whenever I'd get one of these, these, these wannabe gangsters, these fat-ass business agents from the city of Chicago, I'd tell them, come by the cigar store. Let's talk about it like a man. You know how many showed up, Vince? Nobody. Not a one of them. Not a one of these roaches showed up. So I finally said, why am I sticking around here? It's time to better myself and walk around in flip-flops. But I appreciate it, Vince, and I appreciate you listening. I'm going to send you guys some stuff, tell your girl to call me. But I want to ask you one question. So I'm having a hard time grasping everything that's going on in this country right now, and I just don't see a win for my kind of thinking. Uh, I just don't see the Republicans or this way of thinking Winning anymore because we're just outnumbered. It's just uh, you know, I have an expression. I know you just started, and I appreciate you even taking time to call and listen. But I have an expression, and that's called "go to high ground." You can philosophically secede from the scum, and you can take whatever money you have, whatever money you've made, or whatever equity you have, and you can take that out and go to a state that appreciates Vince, the entrepreneur, the capitalist, the American. I did that, and I promote that for everybody. I want everyone to live the way I normally do. And the only time I, I have to read kids. about this kind, I me too, brother. I waited, you know, my kids. But I, my kids, when they my get nef- older, yeah, this country is going to be shot. Not you're you're, not if you can come to these places and save it. There's 21 it's states. It's only a matter of time before they get there, though. Is, is how I feel because well, that's why I'm doing this show. Borders, yeah. they let these animals in without doing anything. What do you think is going to happen? It's only a because matter because you of time. and I, you and I, are descendants from people who fled oppression. And came to a place to have that American principle. I believe, Vince, with all the scum that comes, there are good people that come. And I believe once you capture those people by espousing Americanism, they will be the best Americans. And I'll prove it to you, Vince. How many Russians do you know? Contractors. How many guys from the Baltics do you know? How many people from from ex or from Cuba do you know that are the greatest Americans you've ever met? How many? I know, I get it. But those are what you need to bring. Not as many as I used to know. But that's why you got to come here. They're all around me, brother. And I mean it. And you got kids? Then you do what I did with my kids. I'll pay for the school and I'll complain every day. I'll complain every day. But when you're done with that school, you never come back to Illinois. Never. That's the deal I made. You make it with yours. I think it's a good move. Thank you, Vince. I went long with you. All right. Take care. We'll be back after this, Terry. I'll get to you. I'll get to the rest of you after these messages. AM560. Now, I don't forget anything. I really don't. It's a curse. Just ask my wife. Curse! Especially when it comes to Chicago public school scum. Oh, I don't forget anything. You see, they've sold this to the American people that somehow this form of corrupt socialism is our obligation. And then they hide the cost and they hide the corruption in property taxes. In essence, backdoor extorting those people who do make the world go around the property owners, the hardworking people who work their ass off to pay for their house and pay for their businesses, and then they hide the corruption tax in property taxes, which is supposed to be an ad valorem system, which means the value of the, of the property. We're not an ad valorem sort system. You could go to any of the good, well-run states 
that know not to be run by corrupt Democrat mafia members. And you could look at the housing prices and see the taxation as a third, like it is here in Florida. One third of the same property taxes that are paid in the corrupt sewer of Illinois. And there's a reason. That corruption needs to be paid off. Federal prosecutors are accusing a former CPS principal of taking thousands of dollars to pay for home improvements and her mortgage. It happened when she was at Brenneman Grade School on the city's north side. WGN's Patrick Elwood is at the Dirksen Federal Building with more on the story. Patrick? Michael, good evening to you. Once heralded as an innovative educator, this now former CPS school principal is facing a 10-count federal indictment that could land her in prison for a very long time. When she's on video, she's doing a dance with the kids. Full-time Sarah Jackson, Abby Dalal, seen here in this YouTube video of her dancing with some of her students. Those are some moves, now baby. Now facing a 10-count indictment of wire fraud, stemming from a scheme federal prosecutors allege to have some of her employees file for overtime they never worked, Ooh. and then kicked back to her at nice. least $200,000. Nice. In court today, appearing before baby. U.S. Magistrate Judge Heather McShane, the assistant U.S. attorney said the illegal activities took place from 2012 to 2019, while Abi Dalal was principal at Brenneman Elementary School. Seven years of stealing. Seven years of corruption. 200000 We mean a year? That's some money. Cool. According to the criminal indictment, 18 pages worth of, she told certain employees that she would authorize overtime pay, but those employees would not be required to work. She then directed them to deliver the proceeds back to her. And that's the Democrat way. Well, this was a few months ago. It turns out they just added two new scum bags to this. Two new scum bags. And they're always going to be the virtuous. Jennifer McBride, also known as Jennifer Ellen. It's nice to have an alias when you're a gangster. And business manager William Jackson. If they caught him, there's 700 they didn't catch. This is the scam. This is the fraud. The virtuous teacher union. What a gangster mafia organization this is. At least when I was a kid, mobsters were well-dressed. Not shaking their moneymaker. 312-642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show. We had a a new caller who said he only listened to me for a week. So there's a lot of things that got listeners like that don't understand about me. I've been doing radio, although this is my own show, and I'm coming in on a year. I've been calling in and filling in for years. Um, I was filling in a lot during the election year in 2016 with Donald Trump. There are aspects of Donald Trump's policies that I did not like and still do not like. I still do not like Steve Mnuchin. I think he's a rat bastard, and I don't care. I I only wish I could tell him that to his face. There are aspects of Peter Navarro I don't like and I don't support. I never supported Roger Stone. A lot of our foreign policy failures and bribery schemes can be traced back to Manafort, Stone, and Black. Donald Trump did much better than I thought he would do. 
his foreign policy I loved. When he was running against the most corrupt politician in American history, who now some call president, I was a big advocate for Donald Trump. Julie Kelly has always been an advocate for Donald Trump. In fact, I was filling in once, and I think Julie and I, I didn't we have an argument, Julie? We Yes, we did. And I, I did win that argument. I just want well, to... Apparently, apparently. Well, you're pretty and you're a woman. You win all the arguments. But what I wanted to say to you is, I always respected you. And it's during this last year where I have admired your work, because this is, to me, an absolute outrage. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. I'm one of the few radio hosts, Julie, who have been in numerous altercations. I've been arrested a couple times. And when I saw Ashley Babbitt get shot in the neck, I have been apoplectic ever since. Ashley Babbitt is the only casualty from January 6th, from that direct altercation. The rest of it is nonsense. The rest of it is people that have died hours later from heart problems and the rest of it. They're counting as victims of a, of a, of a weaponless insurrection. The only person to get shot was Ashley Babbitt. You dropped an article a couple of days ago that I want to talk about. And then I want to talk about the lack of the Fifth Amendment if you were a Trump supporter for how many how many citizens? 700 and something that were charged? And, and how many are sitting in prison to this day, Julie? Uh, right now, there are about 75 men being held under pretrial detention orders. Some have been detained for over a year awaiting their trial. They've not been convicted yeah. of any crime, simply uh, ordered to be incarcerated at the request of Biden's Justice Department because they participated in the alleged insurrection. And in the city of Chicago, we have 157 scum who were arrested 72 hours prior to murdering somebody under a Democrat scum fraud like Kim Fox. So uh, the, 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 it, it, the irony isn't lost on me. But let's talk for just a moment about your article. Um, tell the people what you, uh, what you wrote about what you noticed, because I have to tell you, there's so much in here. I'm just outraged at the whole damn thing that this girl goes unnamed and her murderer, her killer, is now uh, given awards. It's unbelievable to me. Right. So there's no other comparison to what happened after Michael Byrd, a Capitol Police officer, a federal law enforcement officer, by the way, shot and killed almost at point-blank range, almost in the face, shot Ashley Babbitt, an unarmed female Trump supporter, a veteran. About 120 five pounds. She was 120 right. pounds. Yeah. Doing nothing except climbing through a window, and apparently what we learned later, more video was released, she was trying to escape. There was more mob crowd behind her. There were police in front of her and behind her. Um, it looked like now she was trying to get escape kind of the crowd. Um, keep in mind, the house chamber had been evacuated a half hour before Ashley Babbitt ever got to the window by the speaker's lobby. There weren't, the lawmakers, everyone had been evacuated, right? Michael Byrd uh, doesn't give her any warning. As I said, you know, reaches towards her, um, shoots her almost point blank range, killing her immediately. She's dragged down the stairs inhumanely by Capitol Police officers and, uh, you know, is, is declared dead. And I watched her die. Months, you remember? She was gurgling on the, on the ground. She was what? She was gurgling on the ground after she got shot in the neck. They showed the video. It was, it was horrific. That's right. 
It's horrific video, um, and certainly not anything that should have happened. There was no need for it. She posed no threat. There were police officers behind her. There were police officers near, right near her who just walked away from this door. She didn't need to be shot, but the outrage is that uh, Capitol Police, the Department of Justice, lawmakers of both political parties, Republican and Democrat, covered up the name of this officer for months. We never knew his name. There were fake investigations into his conduct. The DOJ dropped any civil rights investigation or charges against him, said the investigation was closed. He was justified in what he did. Um, and then he finally gets to reveal his own name in an interview with Lester Holt, sits down, portrays himself as the hero slash victim. Um, you know, you have millions of our countrymen who thought Ashley Babbitt got exactly what she deserved. And sadly, Sean, a lot of people wish more Trump supporters had been shot and killed that day. Yes. Oh, there's no doubt about it. And in fact, it turns out that um, Byrd is, has been a Democrat apparatchik, a Marxist sympathizer, the scum of the earth, which is probably how they got that, that job anyway, where they sit on their ass. But most people don't understand. Capitol Police are beyond reproach. In fact, that's the cushiest of all law enforcement with absolutely no oversight except the crooked right. inside trading bastards that you're supposed to be protecting they also hire you and give you oversight, which is why Nancy Pelosi basically has an army in my eyes. She does, and I think it's important for listeners to understand this. Capitol Police, technically, they are a federal law enforcement agency, meaning we pay for them. They have a capital, an extensive security, camera security system that captured 14,000 hours of surveillance video on January 6th. Capitol Police and DOJ are keeping all of that video under protective orders, where it's even difficult for defendants who are being charged related to this video as evidence. It's even hard for them to see it. Now, why wouldn't they release out the video? If this was the worst attack, comparable to 9-11, Pearl Harbor, et cetera. Because that information doesn't fit their narrative of an insurrection. That information will show the American people that there was no no violence that was not perpetrated by the so-called Capitol Police. And that in in most cases, these people are, are having the judicial system it's 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 bastardized. It's a kangaroo court system. The judges that are, per, are are prosecuting the people are Democrat apparatchiks. They are misusing the rule of law. They are threatening to take away everything, and they have imprisoned them in violation of their Fifth Amendment rights. It is amazing that this could happen in America in the year 2022, but it shows you that censorship and fascism is the only real way a Democrat can stay in office. That's exactly right. They have violated their First Amendment rights, their Fourth Amendment rights, their Sixth Amendment rights, their Eighth Amendment rights. Basically, the Bill of Rights does not apply to any American, even if you walked in an open door while Capitol Police stood right there. All of your rights have been suspended because you are considered a domestic terrorist by the regime, by FBI Director Chris Wray, by Attorney General Merrick Garland. So they can trash the Constitution. Any civil human rights that have been violated. These men have been kept in solitary confinement condition for months at this D.C. jail that I call the D.C. Gulag. We've never had a political prison in this country holding American citizens who dared to protest the incoming president and then turned around and used his Justice Department as a weapon to treat these people like terrorists, confine them, delay their trials for months, which they are also doing, uh, conceal evidence, lie, make up charges, which was Kamala Harris was in the Capitol, 
and therefore the Capitol building was a restricted grounds because she was the Secret Service protectee. Well, guess what, Sean? DOJ lied about this for a year, including to a grand jury, and finally just fessed up a few weeks ago. Uh, oh, oops, she wasn't there. She was at the DNC headquarters where an alleged pipe bomb was, which, by the way, they never recovered, and we still don't know who the alleged pipe bomber was. This whole January 6th thing stinks. It was an inside job. People who don't believe that, please buy my book, uh, January 6th. I detail exactly why it's an inside job, and we're learning more and more about these nefarious interests, including the Capitol Police, what they did that day and what they've done ever since. We're supposed to have laws in this country. We're supposed to have laws. This is the way the Dixiecrats, the, the, the racist scum Democrats, when they controlled these corrupt southern towns, this is the way they treated black people. They would put them away. They would deny them their Fifth Amendment rights. They would misuse the rule of law against them. But we have something in this country that's supposed to prevent that. It's called lawyers. Where are all the fracking lawyers? Or are they all in on that slip-and-fall Democrat mafia and live in Wilmette and throw $5,000 a plate fundraisers for Lori Lightfoot in her man costume? Well, here's the problem. The overwhelming majority of the people who were charged had no idea what was coming, Sean. When they were raided by the FBI or interviewed or interrogated, they thought they were helping the FBI find the bad guys. They spoke with them without an attorney present. They handed over their phones and showed them videos. I've had so many of them say to me, we, did, we had nothing to hide. We, were, we thought we were helping the FBI find the bad guys. Yeah. Without knowing the FBI looked at them as the bad guys. It's the so benefit the of growing up in an Italian neighborhood, forever bothering Italians. You know what they are, but go ahead. So by the time even they got an attorney, most of them need, need public defenders because they can't afford a hundred grand for a D.C. criminal defense attorney. So they had to have public defenders who were doing a lousy job for the most part. Who are um, Democrats. Political views. Well, exactly right. They're far left-wing radicals. I write about this in my book and in some of my articles. One woman has put her Trump supporters through a reprogramming like education system where they have to read books and watch movies that show how systemically racist America is. And then they write these apologies to the court, you know, admitting their, uh, you know, their white privilege and realizing, you know, how bad America is and beg, beg for mercy from these, uh, from these DC judges. It's such a rigged, disgusting system. I had no idea what I was getting myself into when I started reporting on it. But I will tell you, Sean, every day I'm shocked and appalled at what I see happen. This is why I was against Trump in the beginning. And I'm going to tell you why, Julie. He bribed all these Democrats and it fried me. Remember, he gave Rahm Emanuel the 50000 Remember, he hired Ed Burke. Remember how much money he gave Chuck Schumer. Now, I knew that they were all stabbing the back rat bastards because that's what they are. And I also knew that they have now occupied these cushy jobs, and they are now corrupted. Tell us a little bit about this gulag prison. Who runs it and how they treat these protesters, protesters from January 6th, as you're going to broadcast through a city where there's tens of thousands of scumbags who were picked up on gun charges 24 hours ago, and the government made sure they're back out on the street to carjack, rape, and pillage Michigan Avenue and the rest of it. Tell, tell us about the gulag. So this is a special section of the D.C. Department of Corrections that has been set aside to house January 6th defendants. Um, it is technically run, it, it's technically run by the city uh, of Washington, D.C. Um, you can imagine the prison guards. So one woman who was the deputy warden 
was caught with her social media account, Twitter, saying all kinds of horrible racist things, um, critical condemning Trump supporters and Donald Trump. Um, and so she had to delete her, her Twitter feed. But these are the sort of people running this prison. And so they're really torturing these men, some of whom Sean are charged with no violent crime at all. Um, and so they're basically torturing them. DOJ is torturing them, trying to get plea deals out of them. Um, and their yeah. trials continue to be delayed. Some of them, Sean will be incarcerated more than 18 months before they even get a chance months. to go to trial to defend themselves. Locked in solitary for 18 and, and Vladimir Putin's the bad guy. Vladimir Putin's exactly. the fascist. Yeah. Right. I can't stand the Democrats come. I can't live among them when I see how they've corrupted everything from municipalities all the way up to the justice system. And you realize that there are not uh, there is not an outcry. I mean, I love you. I watch your stuff all the time. But the reality is there is not an outcry. And everybody who demands Amer- or, or, or understands and appreciates American principles and exactly how important the Fifth Amendment is and why it was created to prevent this kind of corrupt government that we're now embracing and now we're allowing to take away not just the the freedom uh, uh, but the property in the name of a political opinion these people are being prosecuted for no other reason than they supported donald trump and they recognized the skullduggery in this 50 year scumbag in diapers people are calling president it's disgraceful to me well look it's e- and I'm with you on the Democrats, and but we know who Democrats are. They don't try to hide what they're doing. I find more outrageous the silence and complicity of Republican lawmakers and Republican leaders like Donald Trump. Donald Trump has said a few things about the political prisoners, about what's happening, but other than that, he he hasn't done much to help them personally. Well, what can he um, do? He's under assault by the government. He's on a, under assault. And, you know, I'm not, and listen, look at how far we've come. I was arguing with you against Trump. And here I am arguing with the fact that he's having the, the miscarriage of justice in New York as that scumbag prosecutor is going after him and the accusations, what, he fluffed up the price of his property? When you have this corrupt piece of dung in the White House who's been bribed by the Ukraine, that's infiltrated by Nazis, and now the American people are supporting a military action that's going to cost trillions of dollars and pay off the people who corrupted Joe Biden. It's just a, it's a sad day in America, and that's why you know I'm just so disgusted with the idea that they can get away with this. This is absolutely against the Fifth Amendment, and I can't get a fracking lawyer to pull his head out of his derriere long enough to defend these people? There are some good lawyers who finally have stepped up, but, you know, the case has already kind of gotten away from any sort of justice. But, but by the time these criminal uh, lawyers were able to be retained, there was no legal defense fund for these people. They couldn't raise money, um, just like what happened in Canada. GoFundMe uh, banned any sort of fundraising uh, appeal on their website for January 6th defendants. So everywhere they turn, these Americans, and like I said, 730 arrested so far, um, just, you know, was a dead end everywhere that they looked for help. Um, meanwhile, the Biden regime, DOJ, FBI, is, you know, making their lives miserable, breaking up families, bankrupting people, forcing them to shut down their businesses. They've been fired, even if they were just charged with misdemeanors. Um, you know, their banks have dropped them. Uh, places like Airbnb and DoorDash have dropped them. I mean, yeah. it, this is just not anything that should be happening and in America. The Republicans are silent on this, too. Oh, please. So they just want, like Adam Kinzinger, he just Republican wants to be a lobbyist. Power. Yeah. 
Uh, The Capitol Police have actually used this atrocity. By the way, does the Capitol Police have a financial uh, Bureau of Investigation, or are they just in on the bribery of Nancy Pelosi and all the other multimillionaires pretending to be congressmen that they protect? The Capitol Police have actually used this opportunity of this gangster government in power to expand their police powers. I was here, you know, I'm down here in Florida when they tried to open up a a, a bureau agency here in South Florida, and... uh, DeSantis said, get the hell out of my state. But in fact, they're using this corruption, this this cover up to expand their powers. Is that not true? Um, they absolutely have. Congress uh, gave them two point one billion in additional emergency funding last year after they allegedly saved the Capitol from the insurrectionists. Sure. Um, they've opened up an intelligence unit within the Capitol Police headed by a former Obama official and their reports now this office is being investigated by the inspector general because Capitol police are compiling secret dossiers filled with dirt yeah. on Republican congressmen, their uh-huh. donors, their constituents, and even yeah. their staffers. So this is what our tax dollars are going for. But to your point, we can't even FOIA this. We can't get the video. We can't get communications between Capitol police and the FBI or Nancy Pelosi's office. They've claimed sovereign immunity as part of the legislative branch. This is the most opaque, co- corrupt, well-funded and partisan law enforcement agency in the country. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we really need to reconsider anybody who thought they were heroes on January 6th, think again. Yeah. And Putin's the ex-KGB guy, huh? This sounds like a KGB operation to me. Oh, Putin would love to try to get away with what what (laughs) Biden's DOJ and the Capitol Police are getting away with. Even he wouldn't be that dastardly. Yeah. Well, Julie, keep it up. Where can the people find you? I love what you do. Uh, amgreatness.com is where all my work is. My book can be found on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and I'm on Twitter at Julie underscore Kelly, too. And also just uh, got an account on Truth Social, which is a new platform, uh, social media platform uh, by Donald Trump, and I think that's getting launched this week. What I appreciate about you is how diligent you've been, how thorough you have been and how important this is and your willingness to put it out there so i might have lost that first argument but i'm on your team now and i am a better friend but i am a a fantastic enemy (laughs) so thank you very much i truly appreciate you coming on julie kelly my friend thank you thanks so much for having me on i really appreciate it thanks we'll be back with your calls and comments after this am 560 the answer i everybody's heard about the bird You know, people are disgusted with this gangster government. I'm not kidding you. There's some bright spots. People are disgusted. I have to tell you, it's uh, it's an exciting thing that's going on here in Florida. We're getting people from New York, from New Jersey, from Illinois in droves. I mean tens of thousands in specific counties. The county I'm in, in the last 45 days, has registered 56,000 new residents. This is not something to be nervous. I get this all the time. Oh, and they're going to bring their voting ways. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're just like you, captured in a corrupt, mafia-run hellhole. They're told the same BS lies by their same corrupt Mafia members, only ours is minus a neck and that bean bag with a pumpkin on it. They say the journey is the reward, but in Illinois, oftentimes bad roads have made the journey too hard. 
That's why I passed our first investment in roads and bridges in over a decade. Our- Pay off your campaign campaign contributors. Pay off everybody, you fat bastard. Go ahead. We see what you're doing, and so do other people. And they're not taking it. No, no, no. In fact, people of all races, of all creeds, of all religions, see what the gangster government is really doing. The discrimination revolution, the CRT deal, because it's, it's happening. And as a parent, I speak to other parents, there's a few things that we don't want. I'm biracial. I'm bilingual. I'm multicultural. The fact is, in America, in North Carolina, I can do anything I want. And I teach that to my children. And the person who tells my little pecan color kids that they're somehow oppressed based on the color of their skin would be absolutely wrong and absolutely at war with me. And I think that's the same for every parent. What the mask showed us is that the parents, the most powerful group of people in our country, that they're taking back the wheel. Now, obviously, we had to take the wheel back for the mask, but we're taking the wheel back from Washington all the way to Raleigh and into our local school board. Because see, now he's part of QAnon now. Just listen to NBC. Listen to CNN. Listen to the propagandist Pravda. That's all it is. They're protecting the Soviet oligarchs, the corrupt socialist government. And now I had to watch Sunday shows. Oh, I can't tell you how much. That's why when it, you know Bunny says, "Oh, you're getting you're angry today." Yeah, you're damn right. I'm angry. I'm angry for two reasons. First, I went to go visit my my old man, old Marine. And he was all upset because he couldn't uh, secure his flagpole to hang his American flag that he's so proud of, that he was so aware of. And as we get to talking, he goes over through the times in his life. The American patriot has been deceived by these corrupt Democrat scum each and every turn. 80% of Republicans and 100% of Democrats. Corrupt scum. So I knew what the real threat. I disagreed with Trump on specificity. On numerous specificity. But what I loved about him is he upset the corruption, the systemic corruption in this country. He absolutely did. And he had to get thrown out. So he had 80% of Republicans and 100% of the mafia called Democrats that mounted up against him. One of those people that mounted up against him is this dimwit I'm about to play for you. His name is Frank Putz. Lutz. But I think Putz fits better. He's got plastic that he wants you to believe his hair. He looks like a moron. He's created a million-dollar addition to his house to mirror the Oval Office, so you know he's not right in the head. This scumbag, along with other lying pollsters and the other Republican cohorts, mounted up so you could cheat Trump. And now he's going to tell you what the cure is. That's the other problem I have. All these never-Trumpers scum that are the reason this corrupt, dimwit, diaper-wearing fraud sits in the Oval Office tonight. Now they've got the answer. Want to buy? This is real. There's a level of anxiety that I haven't seen since the 1970s, and and I'd be curious to your reaction. Yeah, you want to see anxiety? Take a look at, you, at whatever girl you pay to date you. Right when you're walking out in a robe with that fake hair you got on your head, that's anxiety. Stupid. Babe. So Donna, the president is just over a week away from his State of the Union address. He faces the very real possibility of going into that speech against the backdrop of a war in Europe, economic anxiety at home, and a clear, decisive majority disapproving or unhappy with his performance as president. How does he turn it around? Well, first of all, tone matter. And I think what the president should do is talk to the American people, just like you and I are sitting here talking. You and I have had, you know, we've broken bread. Talk to the American people. 
They want to know about the challenges that we're facing. They want to hear what he's doing. I mean, inflation is robbing us, robbing us of our joy, stealing our hard-earned wages. I can't go to the grocery store without complaining about the price of eggs and bacon. I mean, a pound of bacon is almost $9. Jesus, I mean... That's it for me and bacon. I never thought I would. <laughs> we get- all know you're a fat slob. We get it. I've heard her con people just give them that good old southern lipstick on a pig, right? Talk to the American people. Let's have a conversation. How are you going to tell the American people you're bought and paid for and have been by every oligarch from Ukraine to China? That's what Biden is. That's what these idiots stuffed into office, living dead, made up votes, and the rest of the mafia. And then I have to hear the, the guy who's never paid a bill in his damn life, never once bought his own gas, this imbecile who turned the once great secret service into diaper bag carrying nannies. Another challenge we face is easing the, easing the burden on working families. This, there's real inflation. And if you're in a working class family, it hurts. That's why my Build Back Better plan, what it's all about. Look, families are getting clobbered by the cost of everyday things. You know, I know the gas and food prices are up. We're working to bring them down. I- Shut up. You're always working on something. You got some scheme. You got some plan. The reason things suck is because you're in the Oval Office, dummy. So if you had any integrity, any dignity, you'd resign tonight. Or those people who pretend to be our representatives would impeach you. Either way, I'm all in. But we know how corrupt you people are. We know exactly how deep the corruption goes and why you're covering up everything. A long-time associate of Jeffrey Epstein has been found dead in his prison cell in Paris. Uh French modelling agent Jean-Luc Brunel was detained as part of an inquiry into allegations of rape, sexual assault and sexual harassment in December. Or as the Clintons call it, the weekend. Scumbags. John and Palatine. But I didn't get any, like, thoughts or anything from my dad. John and Palatine is busy. Craig in Mount Greenwood. Oh, hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, two, I was just going to mention, you know, when you're talking about the teachers earlier, them, that, or the rotten principals stealing our money and everything like that. Uh, anything. How about all the other teachers and people helping her out and everything, all the accomplices there that are going after them, too? But, you mean Democrats? You mean the other Democrats? Go ahead. Yep. Yeah, round them all up. There's a, there's probably tons of them. But, um, hey, you know, that book, I bought it and I read it and everything like that. I was going to share it with my son and my brother, but I decided not to because it's so damn uh, horrific. I mean, that book, she you're lays it out. Julie, she's got all the facts. Julie and, Kelly's book? Julie Kelly's book. She's got so much information in everything, but you read it. I'm a, kind of like a little bit of a sensitive guy. I'm reading this thing. I wanted to puke a couple times. I, I couldn't take it. I, you know, and I, it'll give you nightmares when you, you think that that's our country and everything. That it'll keep you up nights scared, worried about. I mean, that book is, I mean, our country is gut shot. Period. I, I, I think that she would be interested in that review, and you should write that down and send it to Julie Kelly. And if it's one thing I think about Mount Greenwood, guys, is how sensitive you are. So I want you to just, just, just take it easy, get some rest tonight, have some soup, and don't you be crying. You got to make your Mount Greenwood guys proud of you. Oh no, we don't cry. We're grown men. There's no crying in political corruption. Thank you, Craig. I appreciate the call. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. We'll be back after this. AM five sixty. The answer. I normally save this for when I'm working out after the show. I like it. You know, we've got uh, a philosophical problem in this country. We've had one since 1913, and that is the idea that you can enslave one person to another. There is no such thing as society. There's only individuals. 
that make up groups of people. Societies do not have rights. Individuals do. If those individuals do not have rights, then you have a collective, totalitarian, corrupt political system. That's what we have. So this idea that this is somehow new, it's not. It's well, well, well over thousands of years old. This is what man has been doing. Politically enslaving one section of people into another section. Always acting as if they are the mitigators of righteousness. The problem is, they are always the most corrupt people among us. This is nothing new. Brian, Mount Prospect. Hey, Sean, how you doing? I, I absolutely love the way you put stuff all the time. It's, it's absolutely what I think. And uh, so I live in the northwest suburbs of, uh, of, of Illinois here. I'm sure you know it because you're from Melrose Park. Sure. But um, what exactly do you think we can do up here? Because the corruption over the decades has seemed to have seemed to um, it's come summer. up here slowly but surely. And it's, you know, it keeps on growing up here. And you got the idiots like in Chicago moving out here. And it used to be, you know, quaint, quiet suburbs in the northwest. And now they're taking over out here and they're ruining out here slowly. So what what could we like do about that? Brian, I did it. And what I advocate you do if you cannot do it is take your money or your children and make sure they are not subjected to it. Illinois has a systemic corruption problem that it is used to, that it, it, that it <clears throat> likes, and that now is a victim of being bailed out by the federal government, and that is the future. That, and they're going to they're gonna figure out how to get money from drugs and gambling that they, they don't want to admit is already government-subsidized. So you got a problem on your Yeah, it's you, already you know? making its way. It's, it's making its way out here already. Brian, the, re it's the been gambling and the drugs and all that, and it's yeah. just, it's completely different than even what I once knew, you know, 15 or so years ago even. Brian, that's why your car has wheels on it. Thank you very much. That's the answer. I mean, I know all it's right. not a popular one, but that's the answer. And I'll tell you what I mean. The Democrats have this notion that it's okay to rob people, to limit men, and they just pick their favorite level where they're happy stealing your property, ignoring your property rights. This happens a lot. Now, I could argue against Elon Musk's fortune as subsidized for being eco-Nazi friendly, and I could argue against it, but, but the one thing I will never do is not give him the credit for being a massive, massive blessing to this country, not because I believe in his company. No, no, no. What he's done and what he's enabled people to do through his extortion fees of taxes is unbelievable. He is the single largest taxpayer in American history. And he is constantly being attacked by the Marxist mafia led by Focahannis, who looks a lot like Chuck Norris, who also pretended to be an Indian in a movie. She's not an Indian. She's Elizabeth Warren. She looks like the Dutch boy on the paint can. And she is a Marxist piece of trash who attacks somebody. She should be kissing his derriere. <laughs> but wait for it. Ashley Webster is here. <laughs> yeah. uh, and you better believe uh, Mr. Musk has something to say about that, right? Well, he does. Firstly, he says Elizabeth Warren needs to get her facts straight. As you saw in that interview last week, uh, uh, Senator Warren telling CNN he doesn't pay any taxes. Zero. She added that Musk and Amazon founder Jeff Bezos managed to avoid paying taxes, she says, by using stocks as a workaround, making sure they have no official income. So... What does Elon Musk say? Well, he says not only does he pay taxes, but he made history with his tax payments last year. 
Musk has owed $11 billion in taxes after trading Tesla shares. It's not just Musk. You don't have to be Elon Musk. You just have to be somebody who doesn't take. And you have to recognize what the play is. This isn't Republicans and Democrats. This is pitting welfare against earners. That is the trick of socialism. And they can use it as a Trojan horse of corruption. That's why every Democrat sewer is riddled in corruption and the same oligarchs rule. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.